This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We are back with another Instant Reaction podcast. Through the smoke, David Lake, joined as always by Gabby Urrutia. Miami was clearly the better team today against Georgia Tech, but they squeaked it out 33-30 to because of some early turnovers, Gabby. Um, it was frustrating to watch, especially when it was obvious that Miami was the better team. They outgained Georgia Tech 563-329 to in terms of yardage. Um, so the margin should have been much bigger, um, but I guess... If you're looking at it glass half full which i think is fair because miami was the better team um they they found a way to win i guess what what's your biggest takeaway from this game gabby yeah um i mean just a lot of scenarios or situations happen that generally that typically lead to a loss i mean you point to the, the three turnovers um a defensive touchdown for georgia tech a missed field goal uh two turnovers on downs um you know drop passes just like a bunch of things that it just like it felt like miami just almost handed georgia tech the game it felt like at a point and you know for them to still find a find a way to win it i think is is i think it means something uh you know i feel like that's typically a recipe just for disaster for loss for all those things so you know i think i i guess that might be a positive but you know just winning despite those circumstances um yeah we felt like this was gonna be a trap game and I feel like, you know, Georgia Tech sort of did sort of what you talked about in the preview pod. Like, they can hit on those explosive plays. And I think all three of their offensive touchdowns were all explosive plays. Um, that's who they are. They had a hard time driving down the field. Jeff Sims was just not good to me um, overall. And, um, you know, they found a way to come out in the end. Tyler Van Dyke, another big game. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not really sure what to make of this, honestly. Uh, we have Florida State coming up, so... I hope this was just a trap game and they play cleaner moving forward, but good to see them in the win column. Yeah, just have to play clean, I think is kind of my takeaway moving forward. Um, Again, you know, Tyler Van Dyke, 389 and three touchdowns. Rooster, 32 carries, 162 yards, one touchdown. Rambo, seven receptions, 210 yards, one touchdown. All that led to just a three-point victory, but again, the turnovers... uh, you know, there was the one that was returned for a touchdown. Yeah. And then there was the weird two-point conversion return uh, for two points. So that's nine points that essentially the defense scored for Georgia Tech. Um, you know, Van Dyke, I think, still the real deal. Would you agree yeah. with that? Like, yeah. No, for sure. And uh, Rambo, you know, no one can guard him. Yeah. His speed, it, it's pretty clear that, you know, Tyler's big arm has unlocked rambo's ability to be a, a downfield threat rooster you know selfishly you know i don't know if it's necessarily the best thing for him but selfishly in terms of if you want miami to win i am all for giving him the heavy workload 
in the running back department. I think it's been too much splitting carries in general the last two or three years, no matter who the running back is. So I like that they are just riding with Rooster because he's clearly a cut above Cody Brown and, uh, you know, Thad Franklin's not really getting in there. But uh, which brings us to our next point, just short yardage, right? It was frustrating to watch, particularly in the fourth quarter. They couldn't they couldn't end the game uh, or, you know, get out of there like they should have um, because on third and fourth downs, Everyone in the building knows it's going to be a run up the middle out of shotgun. And uh, Georgia Tech pretty much stopped it every time. To me, like, look, obviously it's not good um, that everyone knows what's coming. I think, you know, Rhett Lashley, by constantly doing this now this season, he's telling us he doesn't trust this offensive line to block with the outside run game on third and short and fourth and short. Um which is the strength of Jalen Knighton. So that's frustrating. So they got to figure out some some solutions, right? Whether that's putting Tyler Van Dyke under center, quarterback sneaking him because he is a big body that could do it. On the flip side, Miami's quarterback depth is not good right now. Jake Garcia, of course, is still hurt. Number two quarterback, I think, is Ryan Risk, the walk-on, and then Peyton Matoka is the, th- the third string. So you don't want to risk Tyler Van Dyke in any way. I get that. Um, I would suggest maybe Wildcat. I don't know. Like, maybe put Jalen Knighton in the Wildcat and just let him go create. I don't know. What would be your solution in this short yardage stuff? I mean, I kind of – they ran the play one time where they just sort of – it was almost just like sort of like an RPO look type where they just dished it off to Will Mallory sort of, I guess, in the boundary. And, you know, he's able to gain maybe – three four five yards on that like i'd like i I just don't i feel like they're more of efficient passing the ball and when it's clearly not working in short yardage i'm i'm okay with them dropping back and just dunking it off to one of their guys like i don't think like you have to run it there and i get you don't want to stop the clock either and all those types of things but i think that there's more efficient solutions than just running it straight on the back of dj scaife and like it's it's just not working like i think that you can still get creative we saw him dial one up on fourth and one against what was it? i think it was north north carolina that it was in north carolina or nc state i think it was north carolina that rooster got loose on and he had that that huge touchdown i mean i feel like there's ways to get creative that doesn't have to involve just running it straight up the middle um so yeah that was a little bit frustrating for me to watch let's get out of here on this because i gotta shoot up for shoot up to uh, sunrise for the florida panthers game tonight how are we feeling about Miami going in this Florida State game. I I honestly I feel I felt good going in this Georgia Tech game. I still feel good, right? I think you know, the fumble losses to me that's easier to clean up like you know, guys got to secure the football better, right? That's the bottom line there. I would prefer it you know, three three turnovers being those fumbles rather than interceptions because that would be a sign that your quarterback just ain't it, right? Tyler Still doing a good job protecting the football. And still don't know the result of this Florida State-NC State game going on as we speak. Um, But in general, man, I I feel good about how Miami matches up against Florida State. Um, I do think we will see Florida State use some of the things uh, that Georgia Tech had success with today offensively, like throwing it to the running backs. There was a lot of success with that. I think, you know, Florida State's best players are the running backs this year. They have a mobile quarterback. Um, 
Jeff Sims, I don't think, really hurt Miami all that much running the ball, but he did get away from some sacks. And uh, that could be an issue with Jordan Travis, who's out today, I guess. But my understanding, it's like flu symptoms. So should expect him to play against Miami, I would think, unless Mackenzie Milton tears it up. Um, And then the other thing, I guess, with Florida State that would concern me is their defensive line is good at getting after quarterbacks. On the flip side, I do feel like the pass protection has been good with Miami's offensive line in recent weeks. I still feel like Miami's the better team. I still feel like Miami should win, but it is a rivalry game, and you never know how that one's going to go. What's your feeling right now? Because it is Florida State week. I mean, I don't... I just having watched Florida State, I do think they play hard, but I, I just I'm not sure that they have the personnel to really stop a lot of this. I'm not sure if they really have an answer for a Charleston Rambo type. Um, I, I think it is going to be interesting that they do have a defensive line that that's that can definitely be troublesome. But I feel like what Pitt brought and what NC State brought was probably on a different level than what what Florida State has. And so, I mean, I'm pretty encouraged going into that game. Again, it's going to be a great rivalry. I'm sure we'll talk about it a ton during the week, but uh, definitely feeling good about that. Hopefully we make it five in a row. Uh, next Saturday. That's right. Got to keep the streak against Florida State alive. Miami currently on a three-game winning streak. We will see if they can keep it rolling. We'll have more in-depth analysis in our next podcast Monday afternoon. So appreciate all you guys listening. Appreciate you guys understanding this short instant reaction podcast. Um, What are those weird games where Miami, again, clearly the better team, should have cruised to a comfortable win turnovers kind of muddled muddied that up so till next time everyone appreciate you guys listening take care